We're blessed on today. I thank God for all of our ministers, associate ministers. And on this day, we saved a special treat for you. We thank God for one of our, one of our own. We thank God for Miss Shanique Gordon. She has been with us and been faithful ever since she has been with us. Amen. And I was at the orientation, the new members orientation, and it just went clear to me that she was supposed to speak to you on this morning. I say it was just clear to me and it just dropped in and it wasn't no question. I just, okay. <laughs> and I, I checked with her to make sure she's truly a child of God and I, Check with her, see, you okay with that? Because that's the message I got. She said, I got plenty of time. I'll be fine. And I believe that she has a word for all of us on this morning. Amen. Amen. want to ask Minister Bailey to come sit here. I'm not sure where Angela is, but anyway, Minister Bailey, come here. Amen. And, and sit with us. You know, my brother Terry, you can come. You got all that white on. Amen. Try not to get dirty. But you come on and hang around with me. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. Amen. We're not going to try and entertain you. I just thank God for a true uh, woman of God. And she has a word for us. Whatever God has led her to share with us. Uh, all the way from New St. Bethel. Amen. We thank God for his, for his vessels that he has placed in our midst. Uh, her children are talented. She is leading them. And her husband's right here. Let's give Brother Anthony Gordon a hand of appreciation. He does ministry within the prison system. He also helps at the, uh, at the care centers. Amen. Not talking about it, but being about it. Amen. And so we just thank God for them. We honor all who are here. All of our guests who are here with us on today, amen, from far and near. But we thank God for Miss Shanique Gordon. Let's give her a hand as she comes in her own way. chapter of Luke while you're looking that up the song has been in my spirit all week long and it sometimes you have to encourage yourself sometimes you have to speak victory during the test no matter how you feel just speak a word and you will be healed speak over yourself and curse 
yourself in the Lord. Oh, as I minister to you, I minister to myself. Life can hurt you so until you feel there's nothing left. Well, the enemy created walls, but remember giants, they do fall. Speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Oh, Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah. I had to encourage myself a lot. I had to encourage myself a lot. Listen, everybody ain't going to be in your corner. Everybody ain't going to call you and check on you. Everybody ain't going to know when to pray, how to pray, and what to say. So sometimes you got to encourage yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You will. You will. All right. All right. Jesus. Husband, can you read for me? Luke 22, the uh, 31st verse through 34. 31 through 34. Merciful Father God, it's in the name of Jesus that I thank you and I praise you for this opportunity. Oh God, I don't take it lightly to stand before your people and proclaim your gospel. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your strength and I thank you for your encouragement, God. I ask, Lord Jesus, that you decrease me, Father God, that you may increase within me, oh God. That your word will go forth and do what you've set it out to accomplish, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God, not my will, but thine will be done, oh God. That someone may be saved, set free, healed, and or delivered, oh God. In Jesus' name, I thank you and I praise you. And amen. And amen. And amen. As you take your seat, my thought is restoration after a fail. Restoration after a fail. Yeah. That's what he gave me. Restoration after a fail. So while I was looking at Peter... What do we actually know about Peter other than he got caught up and denied Christ? He denied him. But I think we failed to realize where Peter was before that. So I wanted to take a look at that. I wanted to look, take a look at the, the relationship between Peter and Christ because we are quick to say, oh, my goodness, if it was me. If it was me, you know how judgmental we can be. Come on now. Come on. So Peter's surname was Cephas. 
when Jesus met him. He said, no, 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 no. I'm going to change your name. I'm sorry, his name was Simon. He changed it to Cephas. I'm sorry. And he called him Cephas. That means Peter. Peter meaning rock. That right there is something. Just that statement alone is something, rock. He just met the man, and he called him rock. He knew that already, already. So then in the text, it, they're, they're talking about, if we go a little back a little bit, Peter was sent to actually set up for the Passover. That says something right there. Obviously, he was the right hand of Jesus. Obviously, he was a good guy. Obviously, there was relationship there. Obviously, there was more to Peter than his failure. Obviously. So then if we look a little further, a little further down the line, oh, I'm sorry, let's go this way in Scripture. We also find out that Peter was the one that was with Jesus. He went into the house to pray for the man's baby, remember? No, we don't remember that? Okay, okay, okay. Maybe I need to throw some scriptures out there. That was in Matthew 16th chapter. He, he prayed for the man's baby. Jesus did the praying, but Peter was there. Let me tell you something. Out of all 12 disciples, it was 12 of them. Only three got to go on that account. Three, only three of them. James, John, and Peter got to go in there to pray for the little girl. I, I pointed that out. You may have a, a slew of friends. But sometimes, sometimes you need to walk away from the slew of friends. Look, when I got stuff going on, I got my few prayer warriors. Y'all know who y'all are. I'm, a t I'm texting and I'm calling them and saying, hey, listen here. I need y'all to call Jesus. I, I need y'all to do something. I don't got time for foolishness. I don't got time for games. I don't got time for unbelief. I need my prayer warriors. So although he had 12, he called on the three. Come on in. Let's pray for this baby. Something is about to happen. Listen, if you don't hear nothing else, I tell you, when you leave from this place, get your three friends. Get your three friends. Or, or just get your two. That's Bible. Where two or three gather together agreeing on anything yeah. Jesus is showing up yeah. he's showing up so take that nugget with you take that with you take that with you so if we go a little further in the text we see that um in our scripture that he says Simon Simon Satan desires to have you that he may sift you as wheat I don't know if we know what sifting is if any of us have any baking skills, I've seen somebody make biscuits or something. What you do is, I meant to bring it so I can show you guys, because I know some of y'all probably ain't never seen that. <laughs> you pour your flour in and maybe your salt and maybe your baking powder and whatever, your, your dry ingredients, and you stir this thing. And as it's going through the colander, it's like taking out all the lumps and the, and it's making it almost into a fine powder-like substance. So what Jesus was telling him, that the devil, Satan, wants to grind you up. 
He wants to turn you into nothing. He wants to make you feel like you don't matter. He wants to make you feel like it ain't worth it. He wants to make you feel like there's no relationship. Oh, look, and I've been there. I, I, I know that I'm saved. I know that I'm a child of the king. But sometimes the enemy will make you feel like. The enemy will make you feel like. The enemy make you start questioning your relationship. The enemy, listen, one thing that we need to understand, and I'm just going to throw this out here, that when people are going through something, if they battling something, some people dealing with depression, some people are dealing with mental illness, some people, that don't mean they don't know Jesus. That don't mean they don't have faith. That means they're going through and they need your help. So while the enemy is sifting me, and making my mind all crazy and making me look at stuff all dark and gloomy while he's sifting. I need my prayer warriors. I need two or three to gather in his name. I need them to come together and pull me up out of that thing. I don't know if you've ever been there before, but I tell you, if you live long enough, situation and circumstance, stuff will come over you. And then you'll find yourself in a place where you can't even lift your hands and call on the name Jesus. But it is in that moment that I remember what Jesus said. Simon, Simon, Satan desires to have you that he may sift you as we. But guess what? Hey, glory. I pray for you. I pray for you that your faith tell is not Jesus. And then he gave him further instructions. After you come to yourself. After you're over the trial. After your mind is back right. Now go preach and strengthen your brother. Because guess what? I may be on the top right now. But don't trust and believe. I know what the bottom looks like. And I went through that thing. So I can go strengthen you. That in spite of what you're going through right now. In spite of what the enemy is whispering in your ear. In spite of what the people are saying behind your back. In spite of if you don't never get a pat on the back. You to sing a song. Guess what? Encourage yourself. Lift that brother and that sister up. I'm praying. I'm praying for you that your faith faileth not. Restoration after a fail. He was prophesying right then. Oh, you're going to fail. You're going to mess up. You're going to make a decision that wasn't what I said. But guess what? I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I'm speaking the end in the beginning. I'm telling you that you're going to fail. But guess what? When you get back up, because I'm going to pick you up. Go strengthen your brother. Go strengthen your brother. Listen, further in the text, after it's all said and done, and, and, and you know, when the people come and get Jesus and arrest him and take him before the people, you know, when Peter denies him, Jesus looks back at him. I know we always say, you, you, you must have had a scene that look. You know, we kind of figure, look in our mind, and we're like, he must have looked at him like, mm. Mm. Listen, when my kids is acting up, I just, mm. And they already know to straighten up. They already know to straighten up. But listen, I, I just want to suggest to you, maybe I can offer you an alternative to that look. Because mind you, Jesus had already forewarned him what was going to happen. Mind you, Jesus wasn't just sitting over there. 
He was being talked about. He was being scorned. Stuff was going on in Jesus at the time. He ain't got time to turn around and look at Peter because he messed up. He knew he was going to mess up. Can I just suggest that maybe the look was of sorrow? Maybe the look was Peter. Yeah, you messed up, but I told you. I told you what was going to happen. Now get up. Repent. That's what the look was. Repent. Repent. Get up, repent. And go strengthen your brother. Because that was the order I gave to you. Because I knew you was going to fail the test. Listen, we can say all day long what we should have, could have, would have done. Listen, we ain't been in a situation where we had to defend somebody. When it could cost us our life. I ain't been in that situation. Listen. If it get too hairy, I'm, I might have to go. Might have to go. Get too hairy. <laughs> I haven't been in that situation, so I can't tell you what I would have done. But I just believe the loving Savior Jesus stopped in his tracks, could care less what the people were saying and doing to him, and looked at Peter. I told you what's going to happen, but guess what? Repent and let's move on. Let's just move on. That's how the enemy gets us. We get stuck there. We get stuck there. And that's the sifting. That's the sifting part. We get stuck. It's not that the Lord hasn't forgiven us. We haven't forgiven us. We. I'm sorry, personal. I sometimes have a hard time forgiving myself. Because I didn't say the right thing when I was supposed to say the right thing. Uh-huh. I, I pulled something out of my bag that wasn't supposed to be in the bag. You know. You know. Jesus. So at that time, Satan was sifting. Satan was sifting. But Jesus said, all right, you messed up. Now let's move. Let's move. Heed the call. Restoration after a fail. Let Jesus restore you. That's the problem. We, 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 we so messed up and so down on ourselves. He's trying to say, hey, come on, let's go. Get up from there. I'm trying to restore you, but you hold on to I ain't worthy. You never will be worthy. You never will be worthy. All have come short. So you never will be worthy. But through the eyes of Jesus, I'm more than a conqueror. I am all that he said that I am. I am all that. Oh, no, I ain't the cutest thing. I ain't got the finest shape. I ain't got the fanciest car. But I am all that God said that I am. I am going to encourage myself in the Lord. I am a lender and not a borrower. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and I'm not beneath. I'm all that God said that I am. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, I don't need you to encourage. I'll encourage. I'll encourage myself. I don't need you to encourage me. Sometimes you got to speak a word over yourself. Sometimes you got to speak a word. Because the enemy is busy. He's busy. He's on his job. Even when we ain't y'all. He's still on his job. He's busy. Encourage yourself sometimes. 
How do you do that? Get in the word. What did God say that I was? What did God promise me would happen for me? There's no better encouragement than that because guess what? I know my husband loves me, but sometimes he tells me something and he can't quite meet the bill. That's, that's human. That's human. That's human nature. And what I mean by that is he might have said, yes, we're going to go to the park after I get off work. Well, he didn't know he was going to be tired. He didn't know that. So if we're working on what man say, we'll be messed up all day. But get in this word. Get in this word. Oh, no, I love this man. So don't think y'all, you know, we, hard, we arguing and fight. No, no, no. Let me clear that up now. <laughs> Shanique then told her husband off from the foot. No, that ain't what I did. <laughs> ain't it? In Jesus' name. Hey. <laughs> but sometimes we're going to go through. Sometimes we're going to face challenges. So when Jesus looked at him, he was like, listen, I haven't given up on you. Peter, I've invested in you. I've invested in you. If we remember a little further away, what, what did Jesus do? He gave him the keys to the kingdom. That same Peter that was going to deny him. Obviously, he saw something in him. Matter of fact, when he called him the rock, he said, on, on this rock, I built my church. That was that same Peter. That was that same Peter. And matter of fact, on the day of Pentecost, when it was all in the upper room, that same Peter, because listen, this was after he denied Jesus. That same Peter was the one that preached. When the people came in and said, are they drunk? What is happening here? He said, no, 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 no. This is that thing in which he said was going to happen. When the spirit of God fell on the people. Oh, no, no, y'all don't know about the day of Pentecost. That ought to make you happy right there. That ought to make you happy right there because even after Peter messed up, he got invited to the upper room. He got invited to the upper room. He was in the number. Not only did he get invited, not only did he get endowed with the spirit of God, it gave him power. That power was the power to help them preach. And when he began to preach, it said that 3,000 souls was added to the church. That same Peter. You can't tell me that no matter what I do, God will not restore me. You're not going to convince me that when my faith fails, he's not going to restore me if I let him. And then I'm going to get up, I'm going to dust myself off, and I'm going to do great things in God. Because listen, I'm on assignment I got work to do. And can't no devil in hell around hell under hell keep me from what God told me to do. I don't care if you don't receive me. I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. Because God told me so. He said that I'm all. I'm all. Tell yourself I'm all that he said that I am. I'm above and I'm not beneath. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Not of my own goodness. Not of my own righteousness. Nothing that I have done but because of the grace of God. I stand before you today. Oh, I ain't always done right. I ain't always said right. I ain't always went right. But because of God 
my life and for the rest of my life. I will serve the Lord because guess what? When the enemy tried to block me, when the enemy tried to stop me, when the enemy tried to make me stumble and fall, my God, he lifted up a standard against him. He said, come on to me, all that you are labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Oh, taste and see that the Lord, that the Lord, he is. yours it ain't yours get in this word and see what he did for you see what he's calling you to do and see what his promises are because they're yay and amen he don't wish that any of us fail let him restore you there is restoration after a fail there is restoration after a fail pray for me in Jesus name hey.